I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and what's up, meatballs? Happy Pride Month! Uh, for those of you that don't know, I live in West Hollywood, and it's such a big deal in this town, uh, and I thought my guest this week would be the perfect guest to kick off June with. Uh, he's amazing, and he actually just got back from performing stand-up at DragCon, and we talk all about it. Um, I think you guys are going to absolutely love him. Uh, he's from Staten Island. He's been on MTV, the Wendy Williams show, Lifetime, and his name is Nikki Paris, and he is so funny and so on brand with everything I love talking about. Um, he had me dying the entire time. I pretty much didn't even have to ask questions. He, I just let him go. Uh, so I think you guys are going to just love him. And if you need a good laugh, this is probably a good episode to listen to. He's obsessed with pop culture and celebrities and we dish on all that stuff too. So I just said dish. Who says that? Um, we talk about all that stuff. So it's really awesome and fun. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Uh, he also has a new podcast coming out called Daddy Issues, which he hosts with um, Dean McDermott, Tori Spelling's husband, and Adam Hunter, a very funny comedian. And he tells us some scoop because uh, I guess Tori Spelling was their first guest. So definitely listen until the very end because we talk about that. Uh, but before we get to Nikki Paris, I, um, I've been having to get up much earlier for a new job and getting ready in the morning. The thing that gets me through it is actually listening to really positive podcasts. I feel like podcasts serve different podcasts serve for different moods, if that makes sense. Like on my drive home from set, I want something that just makes me laugh. Like I always put on like the Watch What Crappens guys or the Bitch Bible or just something where it's, you don't really have to think and you could just laugh and it's fun. But in the morning when I don't want to be up at 4am, I put on something that is, is more about positivity and just more soothing. So I've been listening to a lot of Oprah's super soul conversations. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know, I love sharing what I'm listening to or really into in the moment, because I think the best way to find out about a podcast is sharing with your friends. So please tell everyone to listen to what's your Jersey. Um, but there's two episodes that really resonated with me. The first one is with Sean Anker, and it's called The Life-Altering Power of a Positive Mind. He is so funny, first of all. Um, he is a New York Times bestselling author. He's a happiness expert and Harvard-trained researcher. And he says that pleasure isn't the only thing that brings people happiness. Um, and he's, it's, honestly, he gives advice on just altering little tiny things. So I've been trying it just like making sure you say hi to everyone that walks by you and you know, having a smile on your face. It's so simple. Some of the stuff he says, but it actually is really helpful and it does keep you in a more positive, uplifting place. And again, he's so funny. So listen to that episode. I think that came out on April 9th. And then the other one, I love her and I would love to actually have her on What's Your Jersey? A, because she's from New Jersey and B, she's Italian also. Um, Marie Forleo. I don't know if you guys know about her, but she's fabulous. And her podcast episode is called Everything is Figureoutable. And um, she explains why she believes everything in life is what she calls figureoutable. And she wonders why do some people struggle while others find a way to thrive often despite the most challenging circumstances and she explores that answer and she talks a lot about her mom and her mom being very influential in her life when it comes to having just like a very strong tenacity and just figuring everything out um so she's really great she's also really funny so i definitely recommend those for you meatballs also if this is your first time listening i call my listeners meatballs in case you were wondering why i keep dropping the name meatball um so yeah welcome you're a meatball now i uh i 
love hearing from you. I love doing this podcast and I can't keep doing it without you meatballs supporting it. So please, please, please write nice reviews. I really appreciate the really positive, nice reviews uh, and five star it and subscribe. Uh, I, I work really, really hard at just creating good content for you and uh, let me know what guests you want on the podcast. I um, You can email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com or just message me on social media. It's at Jacqueline Marfuji. That's J-A-C-L-Y-N-M-A-R-F-U-G-G-I. I also post all my comedy show dates there. Uh, I have a date. I'm very excited for you East Coasters uh, coming up. It's actually July uh 6th. It's July 6th in New Jersey, and I will be performing with the very hilarious Mike Marino, and you guys should recognize him. He's been on the podcast before. He's so funny, um, and we're performing at Joey Harrison's River House, and the show is at 8 o'clock. The doors open at 7 p.m. I will be sharing all the ticket info and all that special stuff on social media, but yes, if you are in the New Jersey area, uh, July 6th, Saturday, um, the show, oh, actually the show's at 7.30 p.m. If you are in Los Angeles, I will be at the Hollywood Improv June 22nd on the Story Smash show. Uh, it's such a fun show. It's uh, Christine Blackburn, who's also been on the podcast. It's her show, and I'm really looking forward to it. And even before that, I, on June 12th, it's an 8.30 p.m. show at the Belmont. It's our Fuck, Mary Kill show. And it's so fun. It's interactive. A lot of you, if you're a fan of Stassi's, she talks about the Belmont in her book, actually. Uh, so we'll be doing a monthly show there. I know Rachel O'Brien will be on it. Brady Matthews, the very funny Grant Cotter. And we have a few other surprise guests. And it's really, really fun. So definitely look out for those and i have other shows coming i just can't think of them right now uh so yeah at jacqueline marfuji that's where you'll find everything i feel like there's other stuff i wanted to talk to you guys about oh i wanted to apologize i did not release an episode last week because life sometimes gets in the way and starting a new job and also working a side job and doing comedy shows i i don't want to half-ass episodes for you guys so thank you thank you thank you for sticking with me uh, and I'm excited about this guest. I have a bunch of awesome guests lined up and I hope you guys are all just having a really good week and, you know, just keep going. I think the biggest thing is trying to stay positive and have a good time and summer's here and I look forward to hearing from you guys and I hope to see you at shows and without further ado, here is the fabulous Nikki Paris meatballs i have such a treat for you right now i have been so excited to have this hilarious comedian on my podcast forever he is so funny and he's obsessed with pop culture you're a force in pop culture i have to say me this. you are you you, you. <laughs> um i feel like he was born for what's your jersey um because he's so on brand with us it's not even funny um he literally is the diamond of staten island dumps um do you like that or now i i know where that came yeah. from so i mean i don't know what to say everybody <laughs> craps on me for being from staten island oh you're trash you're this i had a tv in my bathroom so you know what i lived a nice life so I i'll have the last laugh that everyone thinks i'm trash <laughs> i want to live in your bathroom it's it's there's a chandelier it's very glamorous i love it god the huffington post named nikki a comic to watch and you obviously should guys you can catch him on mtv elite dailies gen y and street talk with wendy williams that's I mean, those segments, they're amazing. Are they on YouTube? Yeah, they are. They're fabulous. Also, Joan Rivers took him backstage when he was 17 years old, which is insane. That is so cool. Um, he's been on Off-Broadway. You're just so fabulous. Thank you so much for being here, Thank Nikki you so Paris. much for having me. You know I love you. I'm excited. <laughs> I know. We just did a shot. Can I say that? Um, duh, yes. Okay. We're drinking energy <laughs> drinks. I'm feeling we're both wearing sleeveless shirts. I mean, you can't get more jersey. I know. When I like walked up to get you, I was like, thank God. He's wearing like an off the what do you call this cut that we're wearing? Slutty? Slutty. No, I don't <laughs> That's what I like to roll with. Yes. <laughs> but you have like a cute like ripped jeans situation going on. Ooh. Speaking of the situation, didn't you share a dressing room with <laughs> his brother? 
with his brother. Not as exciting. Not, um, no, it's very exciting. You think? Yeah. Um, where my parents lived in Jersey, when Freehold? the Jersey Shore, they were in <gasps> the Penelopin, and my mom used to go to the same dry cleaners, and she got stuck behind the situation's brother one day, and she said everything just smelled like cigarettes. He was talking a mile a minute. She was like, he was definitely on something, and it took him about 20 minutes to take his laundry whatever well what was hilarious to me is that we shared um a dressing room in my big gay italian funeral which was an off-broadway play i was in and a week before he was a shoe salesman at nordstrom's so it was just like didn't i just see you i didn't like those loafers But that that was funny. But I used to have the biggest crush on Mike. The situation, really? I know. Don't judge me. I really did. I like that look. Uh, that's your type. Yeah. Oh god. Ooh, somebody. Oh. I like. I like. Not that I like dumber people, but just yeah. people that he doesn't seem like he's as sharp. More just for show. That's what I like. You like a shiny toy object. Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's so funny. Yeah. I was really into that when I was like twenty-one. Yeah. Like if he was a Jersey Shore boy, I was into it. I don't like the comb over that he has now. I don't know what it's going a little on. alfalfa-y. I don't, just something about it scares. I cross my legs now when I see it, and which his is face. yeah, I know. What's going on with that? Stop the polos, Mike. I mean, this is not that's off brand. <sighs> anyway, you are so on brand with all the things I love. Uh, before we get into all things you, I want to do like a few rapid fire questions. Okay. First of all, Nikki has a hilarious joke about Olive Garden, um, and how his Italian family is going to disown him. Because he's obsessed with Olive Garden, I'm obsessed with Maggiano's and Domino's Pizza, so I feel like we're in the same boat. Yeah, like my Italian family's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, my little cousins like literally want to be like off the boat, and they're <laughs> like, "I can't believe." So they're like, my uncle's Jewish, so their last name is Smith, but they don't want people to know that they're Jewish. So Smith in Italian is Fabro, so they change their last name to Fabro and just drop the Smith because that's how Italian. They want to be. They want to be like off the boat. They wear like guinea tees. Oh, They're like little, but I, I love it in a, in a weird way. I was so upset. Like, those are my cousin. That's, God, those are them. my people. They'll beat somebody with a, with a garlic knot. <laughs> no, that's so funny because when I was little, like I grew up in Princeton, New Jersey. So it was like very waspy, white yeah. picket fence. And I was so wanting to be that like, you know, Jersey Italian. And I've, I've, I've grown into it. It's become a thing now. Um, so I figured I want to do a pronunciation thing with you. Sure. Okay. Is it mozzarella or mozzarella? Mozzarella. Thank you. Yeah, mozzarella. It's mozzarella. Yeah. You can't get good fresh mozzarella out here. No. No. You can't. Do you have any places you like to get it from out here? No. The Italian food really isn't. I kind of just like eat Mexican and like sushi. And then when I go home, I like unleash. Oh, God. And I'm like. Over the bowl, like, oh, why did I overeat again? But I just, when I go home, I can't help it. I can't. The first thing I have to get when I go home is rice balls. (gasps) (laughs) You don't know what I would do for a good rice ball. If you're tuning in, my address is, (laughs) send them to me, please. Um, Preferably without me, but I love cheese and peas in the middle. Um, And don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. No. Do you have a favorite rice ball place? I do in Staten Island, Ciro's, because they're like the mini ones, and you could have just like pop them in your mouth. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna like cream just talking about it. Do you see how excited so I, I have to calm down? So Put on the air. This like, needs to be a video, right? Right? Now. No, no, no. Rice balls are like you don't understand. Like that's like my shit. I love it. Okay, is it sauce or gravy? I say sauce. I say sauce too. Yeah, but my do. grandma does say gravy. Yeah. No. Like, Did you have some more gravy? I was, I'm a good grandma. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I'm going to turn into gravy. Is it gnocchi or gnocchi? Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Yeah. Okay, we're different on that one. I say gnocchi. Oh, you do? Yeah. I like the way you say it, though. It's oh, a, you do? Yeah, it's more, it gets your attention more. I love it. It's like Jersey and Staten Island. Can you say it again? So I can... Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of hot. Yeah. I'm going to change it. Can I change my answer? Is it too late? No, not at all. Uh, the beach or the shore? The shore, the DJs. Shore. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I went, Did you? were you a DJs girl? Yes. I still I miss <laughs> p- pounding on the walls like an animal that was set loose from the Jungle Book. Like, I have to tell you, like, now that I live here, like, I see the pictures of everybody's DJs. Is, for those of you who aren't familiar, it's a black hole <laughs> in New Jersey where you go and you lose brain cells. Oh, yeah. No, the goal, like, was just to get to DJs. Like, that was such like, oh, God, I, I felt like I made it once I fist pumped. Yeah, DJs. yeah. My best friends had a shore house on 16th, and I used to limp home from DJs. <laughs> just it looked like I had gotten hit by a bicycle or a truck, I, and I didn't care. Oh my god, we had no shame. The 007s. Oh, oh girl, you're speaking my language. Um, Goodfellas or the casino or casino, the casino. Oh my god, I haven't seen either. What? I think is Goodfellas the movie where the horse winds up in the bed. No, that's the <laughs> <God>. <laughs> no, that I. 
<laughs> that I haven't seen. <laughs> I'm more of like a legally blonde type guy, That's but okay. I do appreciate those type of films. <laughs> You were just, um, not to digress, but whatever, who cares? It's my podcast. Um, you were just in New York with Daniel Francesi for the Mean Girls. Was yeah. it the 15th anniversary? Yeah, yeah. I opened for him at the Comic Strip Live. Oh, my God. Amazing. I watched that set. You were hilarious. Thank you. Yes, it was so good. And you were giving, who's the hot guy in Mean Girls? Oh, my Girls? God, Jonathan Bennett. Oh. I know. He has a boyfriend, but that didn't stop me that night. No. And uh, my mom was there, and she was, which was kind of awkward to like be like, hey, Jonathan, I'm gonna, do you have lube so you could fuck me while my mom is sitting? 20 feet away but I did it yes. you know I made my I made my choice exactly I always find when my parents are in the audience for some reason I get dirtier on stage yeah, I don't it's know. a nervous thing it's a nervous thing yeah. I... then you overcompensate Ugh. yeah I told Jonathan Bennett let's fuck all these people and leave and let's get lube my mom is here she'll tape that's <laughs> that's, that's what I told him what and then afterwards she mom. goes uh, why can't my son date somebody like Jonathan I was like because he's out of my league <laughs> No, he's not. He yeah, he is. Guys, Nikki is so pretty. It's not in in dark lighting. In dark, <laughs> in a good dark lit. I we have a fireplace going. I'm sorry. Yeah. Everything's bright. There's like a ring light. I know. That's. I'm surprised you're not like ah. <laughs> it's a lot. No, I was at um. She's been on the podcast before. She's amazing. Uh, Sex with Emily. Emily Morse. Her birthday party last night. And it was so scary because the lighting. I mean, her house is beautiful and it was such a fabulous everything. But the lighting in her kitchen was so bright. And I looked at my friend, Rachel, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You have to stare at me right now because you're probably seeing way too much. Of what? You don't have a pore on your face. I love you. It's true. I've been so bad lately because I've been I've been working on a show. So like hours are 6 a.m. until 7 p.m. So like I'm getting like four hours of sleep and also like working on the weekends doing shows and then partying like I because I can't drink during the week it's awful I feel like a regular person now where it's like you rage on the weekends but I feel like I've aged 10 years in the past two weeks well you definitely don't look like it but I can relate to that on the weekends where it just like bottles up all week and on Friday you're like I'm gonna I don't even know what burned down a, a dance club. I feel like not a, literally to those watching. Just <laughs> no, we're on not, the dance floor. Let me clarify. Yeah, yeah. No, I if, CNN. If you're listening, I'm, I'm <laughs> no harm to anyone. Just myself. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like a wine monster now on the weekends. Red or white? Red. Yeah, I'm white. You're what? That's okay. Red, red is just too like. I don't know. It's too much for it's, you. It just is like tardy. Are you like Soppy B, Pinot G? Like, what do you like? Um, I am a whiskey guy, like your lesbian Aunt Pat. I know. That should have a mullet <laughs> and just flicks my bean at like different NASCAR events. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's me. I feel bad. I, I, I guess there's some whiskey over there. I no, no, no. Yeah, I don't later. know where it came from. It's okay. I yeah. think it came from Reba, truthfully, because she just put out a song that I really relate to called There's No uh, Nothing Stronger Than the Truth. No, there's no whiskey stronger than the truth. Shut up. And it's, yeah, it's it's a, about a woman who cheats on her husband. And I don't know why I relate to this song so much because yeah. I've never even really been in a serious relationship, let alone married. But Reba sings to me and now I'm just like, where's the whiskey? And oh I think God. of her. <laughs> I feel like that's a good one because it relaxes you. Yeah. Like I used to be all about like the like upper like tequila and like fuck a rebel and all that. And now I just want something to make me chill because I have so much anxiety to begin with. Yeah. Right? Well, anxiety. Don't I know it? <sighs> I have no nails left. They're all bitten. Really? Is that what you do? No, I just clipped them. But I do do bite them occasionally. See, I, you know what I do? I pull apart my cell phone cover. Like it's, that's That's your nervous tick? That's my nervous tick. I don't, I've, yeah, it's, I need a new one. It's better than meth. Exactly. We were, before we started podcasting, we were talking about how we're both in the middle of like a Britney 5150. Yeah. Like I can't. Except nobody will be at the courthouse for me. <laughs> people, nobody will care. <laughs> probably my mom and my grandparents will send prayers. That's probably it. That's fine. Well, if you keep inviting your mom to shows, maybe yeah, no one will be there. It's yeah. it's a thing. No, uh, why are you so? Why are you stressed out right now? I, uh, I just have a lot going on. Uh, um, working on a few things. I have a podcast at the Comedy Store, which is launching. In Daddy June. issues. Daddy issues. First episode comes out June tenth with People Magazine. So. Please listen. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah, we're, we've been doing a lot of press. We just got interviewed by Forbes and Us Magazine. Me being interviewed by Forbes is uh, somebody I can't even do long division, so that's a joke in itself. Wait, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to launch the show. We've had some really great guests from like Tori Spelling to Perez Hilton, um, Perez Jay Moore. Was on the podcast. How yeah, was he I on your episode? Perez. He's great. He had a purple beard. 
And so fun. I just hope the curtains match the drapes. Like, I just hope he's consistent like <laughs> right? that. Because I feel like I, I had green hair and I wasn't consistent. You weren't consistent. So I hope he is did more you, into it than me. Did you have to bleach your hair to make it green? I was going through something. So I had green, like the front of my hair was green. But I um, have adult acne. Uh, I'm I'm human just like you and I have a face wash that has benzoyl peroxide in it I was like 19 when I had green hair and the face wash stripped the green so my hair was like gold and I don't know what I was going through something and I should have my mom was like you look disgusting (laughs) she was like are you literally like leaving the house like that she was like you look like a dirty foreigner and I was like you're right. Yeah, mom. And but I let it grow out it. and then I cut it out. So I will never dye my hair ever again. Never? Never. This is a look for I'm you. Very, I'm very Catholic. Very boring. Same. <laughs> I have the Catholic guilt. Guilt. So, yeah. People oh. don't get it. People are like, you need to loosen up. I'm like, you, I need to pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> Send thoughts and prayers. Every meatball <laughs> listening. I wonder if you guys have Catholic guilt. I, it's, I always think everyone's mad at me. I always feel like I did something wrong. Like, Same. What is that, though? Same. It's, it's having a good heart. It's, I think that that is yeah. it. Like, I just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. I don't, is that why we do comedy? <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I, truly. Yeah, because I worry more about other people and not myself. Yeah. And there I am, watching no. a Lifetime movie, crying. And, <laughs> and Amish murder is my favorite, if that was going to be your next question. <laughs> I have not have seen Have you been that. to Lancaster, Pennsylvania? Yes. <gasps> Wait, Hershey Park country? Hershey Park, stop. I have to leave right now. I, I'm going to get, get in the car. We're going to Lancaster right now. No, I love, and my next life, that's my fantasy, is to be Amish. Shut up. No stress. None of these people bothering me and all, just making jam and milking cows on the side of the road. That's what I hope happens to me that's, in the next time around. Wait, it's so funny because I feel like that's so not aligned with everything sitting well, in front of me I don't want right to be now. anything. Exactly. I want In my next life, I want to be nothing like tired, i am right now right? somebody somebody stress-free yeah. somebody low-key low maintenance the it's, opposite like you're it's your birthright like just you're everything's set like you that's it i want to make apple butter <laughs> the next time around and smear it on a little biscuit serve it to the kids and then go back to my wagon oh my and go along the side of the road no one to bother me no one to stress me out that's what i'm praying for the next time around nikki i feel like you'd last a week there i <laughs> And you'd be like, oh my God. So you're saying you can't see me at a schoolhouse built out of wood with all the other children? (laughs) Nibbling on corn that I just packed out of a a bush? Nope. Is that where corn comes from? I have no idea. Out of it. I'm out. You'd kick down the schoolhouse. Jebediah Paris is going to be the talk of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Wait, is Paris, what's your real name? It's Paris. Is it really? Yeah. Do you just say that and you can't it's reveal leg- it? I just uh, legally uh, um, had. Did you change it? I have an A. I have like an AKA that like I could do business. Oh my god, that's so cool. And uh, is it? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. Thanks. Yeah. No. Wow. I I'm learning so many things right now. Uh, the Sopranos or The Godfather. Sopranos. Well, obviously, you didn't even know the horse was from The Godfather. I know. That's okay. Um, it's too manly of a did movie. Did you know that The Sopranos, the actual house that they filmed at, or all the exteriors just went on the market? Really? Um, yeah. Let me get out should. my checkbook. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's only, I think, like three or four mil. There's so many weird things with The Sopranos. like, And I love The Sopranos, so don't get me wrong. But there's so many like extras of people who had like, small parts. Like, There's somebody that I'm friends with that... It's like a friend of her family, and she was in like season three, episode two of The Sopranos, and she was on like fifteen for fifteen seconds, and everyone like treats her like a celebrity. Oh yeah, like, like what princess. was it on on The Sopranos? I saw the episode. She sneezed in the background. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sorry. Was it Stephanie Germanata? <laughs> yes. Lady Gaga? Yeah, I told her you need, you need have a lot more work to do. No, it wasn't Stephanie. It was somebody else. I'll probably get in trouble. My mouth. I'm in a really good mood today, so I'm, I have to watch my mouth when I'm in these type oh, of I moods. I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm bringing it. Maybe it's a shot of vodka. I think it is. You Lindsay Lohan me. I totally did. Let me take out my third titty right now. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'll do it. Happy Sunday. Safe space. Okay. Yes. Uh, Perez Hilton was on The Sopranos. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, he, that was like his first, one of his first roles. He was an actor. He went to like NYU. Did you guys talk about that? It's, yeah, a whole thing. So I could cool. see that though. He's very smart. Um, He is very smart. Uh, the Sopranos were my acting teachers in New York. So I, I felt like royalty at the time also. Yeah. I was 21 and I was like, I've made it. It's a thing. Yeah. It's, I'm very Sopranos adjacent. Okay. Um, meatballs or bouillonnaise sauce? 
Meatballs. Meatballs. All right. Meatballs. He loves you guys. Um, I also want to know Britney or Lady Gaga. Oh, Britney Spears. No questions <laughs> asked. I mean, I love Lady Gaga and I think that she, it took me a long time to come around to Lady Gaga. Me too. It was a slow burn for me. Yes. Yeah, At same. first I was like, she's a ripoff of Britney. And now I absolutely love her. A, because she retweeted me. So I think we're best friends. But no. You are. I'm. We are. Yeah. <laughs> in my head. No, I love, I think Lady Gaga is an um, extremely talented young lady. I don't know why I said that like I'm 95. <laughs> like, I'm, don't you love that I take on the personality of somebody from Boca Raton that I speak about? Somebody who's older than me. Like, it's your destiny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I like Lady Gaga, but Britney Spears is just, there's no comparison. They're really, I just saw her in Vegas and was she really into it? No, but no, that's fine. I saw okay. her yawn and I said, take, take, a, take 20 minutes off. I'll be here. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just sit down? I was like, I'll be here. I wanted to get some M&Ms too. So I was like, just come back in 20 minutes. Yeah, I didn't care. Whatever she wants to do is she fine with do me. whatever she as wants. As long as she's happy, that's what I care about. Exactly. I love her workout videos. I love the fashion shows. Uh, the oh. fashion shows need to... Honestly, I think that if you got me in a room... Mm-hmm. Britney Spears, just give me a lunch at the Cheesecake Factory. I'll straighten it all right out. <laughs> I'll straighten it out. I'm like, what's the deal with the conservatorship? What do you want? Yo, what, how can I help you? How, we're here for you. Yeah. I'm here for a Nikki yeah. Britney moment. Yeah, I'll straighten her right out. <laughs> and anybody that's bothering her, uh, you'll catch these hands. <laughs> so just call me, Britney. 718 DM me for the last one. <laughs> Are you listening, Lynn Spears? Yeah. She follows me on Twitter, um, which doesn't mean anything because she follows like 400,000. I don't even think she knows she what Twitter is. She doesn't follow me. She probably doesn't even know what Twitter is. Yeah, truthfully. I didn't know that she was still on Twitter. She, yeah, she's not. Um, that's not a thing. No, it's 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 the team. But that, that, but honestly. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's who I would like to be. If I ever become successful, yeah. I want, I'd like to, my dad just be in control of everything. Just, I don't have to yeah. show up to court, you no. know, if I happen to run over somebody's foot or something. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, right. D- Daddy. <laughs> get What's to the your court. dad's name? Chris. Chris. He's an architect. Uh, Very smart. I don't know yes. where it came from. That's so cool. Mm, yeah. I lo- My favorite thing in our class when I was young, they had us like draw our dream houses. I remember having like indoor pools. I wanted like dolphins in the pool, but I also wanted a dance studio. Yeah. Like it was a whole thing. You have needs. Yeah, that's it. I just yeah. want a ballet bar and yeah. like a brick wall and like floor to ceiling windows. Is that too much to ask? I don't think it is. Thank you. Let me get him on the line. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Where do we get the dolphins from? Not from, I, not from SeaWorld. No, I'll tell you that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Enough to sing Blackfish. God forbid. Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey or Jersey Shore? Um, okay. Uh, I'm, can I pick both? And I could give you reasons. Okay, the real, it's like a the Jersey choice. Shore because I mean, the, I love that type of guy. I can't help it. People be like, "What an shame to society." That's somebody I'd love to wake up with on a Sunday afternoon, no. like Mike and Vinny and Ronnie. Um, Which one do you like the most? See, I'm a Polly D. I like Polly D. Yeah, I'd let Polly D give me hepatitis, but I, <laughs> I, I, I like all of them. You know, just because I like, you know, what do you want to do tonight? Duh, I like that. Um, um, did you see? So Ronnie's going to be on the doctors. He got a special plastic surgery that sculpts a six pack, and they documented the entire thing. Please. Ugh. I was also on the doctors, and I have to tell you, that's one of the biggest regrets of my life. Really? Why were you on? Because um, I, <laughs> somebody at Elite Daily interviewed me. I was on a show on Elite Daily a couple of years ago, and one of the writers there, I just was, I, I really need to be put down like somebody's cat, but I posted a picture in like a waist trainer, and <laughs> somebody has to write an article on me, and they put me on a special on the doctors about when comedian Nikki Paris isn't on stage, he's wearing a waist trainer. It was really, I don't, I was really that desperate. I was like 20. Oh I was like, oh my God, maybe that'll earn me some respect. And I, they literally showed a picture of me on the panel, and everyone was like, yay or nay. And one of the girls said nay. And I was like, okay, why don't you do your roots before you judge me? But Ross Matthews said yay. So you know what? They, Ross, if you're tuning in, thank you. Thank you, Ross. Being the only one that had my back. Do those work i've never worn a waist trainer. no truthfully no. no they really don't they just make you really sweaty oh god um, yeah it was it was really hard i thought i popped a broke a rib cage at one point because i was putting it on too tight that's so aggressive i know you're like marie antoinette i thank you i'm here for it i Ugh, same love it yeah it, i was just really aware when i was like working out or like during the day but it it, it's not the right shape for a man. I'm no, sorry. It really isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not because okay. it makes it just pushes things in. It doesn't look right. So no. if you're a young gay boy listening somewhere in Idaho, <laughs> take it from Aunt Nikki and don't don't get don't do it. 
Thank you. Yeah, Nikki. Oh, yeah, Nikki. I want you on. I want you here all the time. Um, okay. I feel like you're into the Kardashians. I respect them. You respect them. Yeah. I hate when people call them. Somebody was like, they're dumb. I'm like, you work at Wendy's. So I, I don't think you should be giving <laughs> judging anybody's business model. Okay. Flip the burger. I do. I think they're very smart. You're into it. Did you see that Khloe Kardashian went to a prom in Glendale this weekend? I, with the new nose? Yes. Ooh. Well, I feel like the face, the evolution of the face. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, I, I feel for her because I think she's had a hard life, but she picks the wrong men. Yeah. She picks the wrong men. But and what you is know that what? About? You can't play with the snake and be prepared that it bites you yeah. and be surprised that it bites you, truthfully. But I, I do like them. I, I met Kim a couple years ago and she was lovely. Mm-hmm. She was really, really nice. So I feel like I forgot you live in LA, so it's not even impressive to, for people that don't live here. It's, it was, I met her in New York. And I think they're smart women. I think they're smart. And I don't think they would deserve a lot of the flack that they get. Did you see that Northwest styled Kim when she went to see Celine Dion with Kanye? Yeah, Northwest scares me a little bit. She scares me too. She comes into her power. Yeah, she's coming into her power and I just feel like she could hate you with a belt at any time. Oh my God, she has that big dick energy already. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, North. Oh my god! I see her on Instagram and I flinch. I'm yeah, like, no. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! I can feel that hand wind, winding up at me. If she ever sees me at the Beverly Center, I'm like, ugh. I feel like she. I'm beats scared, him. Jacqueline. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm so same. scared. She's already like directing music videos. I know. I know. If she hit me, I, I honestly, I'd be flattered. Uh, I'd be like, you wasted too. three seconds on me, North. <laughs> Instead of getting in a velour dress, thank you. Thank you. Do you uh, follow Nori's Black Book? No, I don't. Oh, it's an amazing Instagram account from North's point of view, quote unquote. But the Kardashians like it and like they're there for it. Really? It's so funny. Nori's black book. Oh my God. She throws so much shade to her cousins. It's hilarious. I have to check it out. Oh, you have got meatballs. I've talked about it before. You guys have to check it out. It's so funny. Can you imagine though, like being that person, like being at a a network and what do you do? Oh, I role play (laughs) as Child, Stop I mean, is it, right? I, I'd be like, oh my god, what the R. Kelly is going on? I'd be a little, but I'm proud of you for whoever did that. But uh, do you tell people that? Like, how do you bring that up at a party? I'm here for it. So wait, you sit on Instagram, and pretend to be North, <laughs> pretend to be a yeah, What do you mean? You don't do that. They make so much more money than yeah. I know. So Maybe weird. I should start impersonating. I don't know. No, would, no, yeah. no, no. Stop it. Stop. Did you see? Okay, Paris Hilton's new music video, mm-hmm. "My Best Friend's Ass." Yeah. Um. It has I, his name's Derek, but he does Britney. The he's a Britney impersonator. Oh, Derek Barry. Derek yeah, Barry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I, I, if you mix Derek Barry and myself, because I do the Britney impressions and stuff, like I just want to like choreograph for him. I'm here for it. <laughs> And I also want to like teach him how to do the Britney voice. Yeah. But I love that he was dressed. <laughs> no <but>. shade. <laughs> Just a little. Wait, I want to know. Do you like Derek Barry? Um, yeah, what's your what's your call on I that one? I think he's... I mean, there's no comparison to the real thing. I, I just, know. like, don't... Whatever... I mean, I think he's very talented. See, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Yeah. I think that I he think is... Um, <laughs> I think it's fine. I um, I think he's talented. But, okay. you know, would I ever be like, oh, my God, I'm going to go see Derek Barry? No. I'll go see Britney Spears. I'll go see Britney. <laughs> Probably just that... Uh, Whole Foods walking around barefoot. That's know, fine. It's fine. That's the real thing. She's That's back, what I'm into. She's like mixing with all of us again. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, also, Willem. Do you like Willem? Um, I do. I don't really watch Drag Race. Okay. I'm so boring. No, that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm, you were just a drag con. I pref- yeah, yeah. I'm trying to learn the, the drag queens. Yes. But I watch the. Sh- it's just not my cup of tea. I'm just getting into it. I, and I really don't fit in here because everyone's like, you don't watch Drag Race. I'm like, no, I have a life yeah, to watch. I have I'm my sorry. own life to tend to. But I think they're very talented. And you know what? It was so inspiring to me to be at DragCon last week because I met this young kid who just told me about how she didn't have any friends and how it, this drag really gave her like a purpose for life. Really? Like artistically. And that touched me. So that, of course. But I don't watch the show, but I admire the craft. Okay. I really do. I think that the work that they put into it. I don't even want to put on sweatpants in the morning sometimes. Like I couldn't imagine. They're stunning. They're stunning. And the work, the dedication and commitment it takes with the craft, I respect. It's I will insane. say that. Can you tell the meatballs what DragCon is for those sure so drag con is rupaul's like official i guess like convention kind of and it's every drag queen you could imagine they all have different boots and i performed in the first lgbt stand-up showcase last week with daniel francesi which was super fun and yeah it was like a couple hundred people that came out to see the show so it was it was really cool and it was there was like teeth whitening there and all different hair and makeup so it was i had a great time i'm really i was 
feel very fortunate I got the opportunity to do that. So I that loved cool. that you were there, and I was watching like all the stories, and I was like, <laughs> yes! It was fun. I got my teeth whitened on the floor. That, w- that was great. <laughs> I, I was like looking at all the different drag queen booths, but I couldn't speak because me, my manager, <laughs> and I had a couple people with me, and we all had we all got our teeth whitened. Oh my god, that's goals right there! Just getting your teeth whitened at a convention. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, on a it Saturday. was stupid though because when I saw people, I was like, I can't talk for another twenty two minutes. Oh my god, which a lot of people have been praying for. Like my mother, she's like, please, <laughs> please talk less. Shut them up. Say less. No, I want you to always keep talking. Are you kidding me? Did they like? Comedy wise, were people like into it? Yeah, or they were. Okay, yeah, it was it was awesome. But surprisingly, I don't watch the show, no. so you know, I walked around with um, my manager's friend who is an avid watcher. So I just said, "Fill me in on things that happened this season." Yeah, and believe it or not, I was the only comedian, which is ironic because I don't watch the show that like made references about the drag queens. Really? Like there was somebody? Yeah, I know there was somebody dressed as like a nurse, and I said, "Are you here to mend?" Um, I don't even remember because it was a week ago, but I said, I think it was Brooke, whoever Brooklyn Heights was, I think it was Brooklyn Heights and Ms. Vanji. I'm pretty sure. Just like little things that like in Pandora boxes behind me dressed like an angel. Yeah. And I was like, Pandora looks like she gave Jesus to Mary. Just like little things that like, yeah, it was just, that was ironic to me. And maybe this is a little bit of a brag. I just, because I don't watch the show. Yeah. But I really, I immersed myself an hour before. <laughs> that's what you do. That's yeah. I, I think that's very important. I think if you're going to be going to something or representing something yeah. or even podcasting, no, but I, I'm so lucky that I got to go, and I truly mean that because it was just it was an amazing experience. Um, happy Pride Month. Thanks. Right? I feel like we're, I mean, I do you live in West Hollywood too? I live on the border of Hollywood and West Hollywood. Hol- okay. So it's like. I, I'm on the cusp. I took a walk today and I feel like there's just so much energy, especially yeah. in the month of June. Um, the gay pride parade usually ruins my birthday because it's always on my birthday and I can't go anywhere. <laughs> But I've I've surrendered to it. Now I'm just going to walk down and hang out and party right. with everyone. Yeah, as you should. Um, so I have a friend that just worked on Taylor Swift's new music video. And he said it's her and Katy Perry. And they're dressed up in the Katy Perry Met Gala burger outfit. And Taylor, I think, is dressed up as fr- like French fries. And they kiss. And it's supposed to be a whole like pride video thing. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, whatever sells the music, I guess. Is that, I'm like, really? Like, what are we doing? I mean, it's all for show. Oh, it really is. I'm trying to like figure out Taylor's new like angle on everything. I know. I don't know what she's doing. I don't. I mean, she was angry on the last album, so and, and now this one, she's in a top hat. I'm like, that's a big it's, switch. Yeah. Did you do you like her new song? Um, is that the name of it? I think I think it's okay. Do it was I think just it's medium a hit? for yeah. me? The, the lyrics, I mean, the, the lyrics are a little corny for her age now. It's like, what? A, come on! It's like, what the kids bop is going on? Yes, I mean, I was into like the pastel pantsuits. I, I was feeling that, and I love the guy from Panic. Is it Brandon Yuri? Yes, yeah. his, I like his voice on it. But he can't I, be straight. Is no, he? Uh, is he? I, I, mean, I don't. Those moves seem a little too natural. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I was, was like, I don't lot. even move like that. No, it was it was aggressive. Um, now, okay, we've done all the pop culture things. I feel like, we, is there anyone else you want to talk about or roast before we move on to all things you? Whatever you want to talk about. It's like sport for me. Is it? Were you nervous to come on the podcast because you thought it was all about sports? I feel like that happens to a lot of people. Um, no, I, I not really. Mm-mm. I Do saw. You, I, I read what you sent me, so I knew there was. Gonna be, you knew what was up. Yeah, that's I right. I like it. Do you like sports? Are you into that? I do. Um, I like dating men who like sports, so I need to <laughs> know what I'm talking you about. You need to know just enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Um, well, right now we're in the middle of basketball playoffs. Yeah, I was just at the. Um, see, I don't even know. I went to the playoff games for. I think I want to say the Clippers. That's the LA team. Yeah. The food was great. <laughs> <laughs> I had waitress service. That that's what I love. That's amazing. But it was fun to watch, and there was a girl in front of me that was fighting with her boyfriend. And I'll never forget this. I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, but I, don't I care. actually forgot this happened until right now. Okay, so there was this girl that was dressed to the nines, very glamorous, looked like a basketball wife, and her boyfriend comes uh, carrying this big tray of food. Like he had like two burgers, two fries, two drinks, and he was like really struggling to hold the tray. Yeah. And this girl, she was must have been mad at him about something. She just took her food because he was like, can you help me? And she only took her food and left him with the box struggling. Oh. And I said, this girl should be president. <laughs> I was so inspired. <laughs> I'm going to do that to somebody. Have somebody struggle with a tray of food and only take my stuff. I know. Like, Good luck. And that's also like he could have dropped that immediately. You never take she off didn't a give a, tray. She didn't take off her glasses. She didn't even... 
I love her. Oh my god. Yeah, I Were know. You She's sitting behind Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> no, I don't know even know who it was. <laughs> but I wasn't even watching the game. I was watching them. Oh my god. That's I was so like cool. listening to them fight. I'm very nosy. No, Italian. It, that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Are you kidding me? Um, so Nikki is Italian. You're originally from Staten Island. I am. You are. Born and raised. Which I, I feel like does make you a little sassier immediately. Like it just aids to it a little bit. It's the fumes from the dump. I think it, it plays a part in all of our brains. We're all a little off. It's a thing. Yeah. And were you, did you just like come out of the womb singing? Like what were you like as a little kid? A little demon. <laughs> I was very, very sure of myself and very just like confident and had a lot of attitude and I had a problem with authority my whole life. Okay. So I always just looked at rules as a slight suggestion. So I was always in trouble in school. I was always the one like talking. But yeah. in Spanish class, I used to get thrown out a lot because I wouldn't stop talking. But like, we have things to discuss, Evelyn. Like, <laughs> go on with your life. I'm in the back. Like, stop. You stop. And they used to throw me out of class a lot. I got into a lot of... I was in a lot of trouble. Oh, I love that, though. But my mom made it worse because... I like cut school to go to the St. Patrick's Day parade, and my mom saw me on TV, and then because <laughs> we were all underage drinking in the park, <laughs> as and you she, do, and nobody in my school cared because I went to a chancer school, which was invite only, and everybody in the school was there from kindergarten to twelfth grade. Oh my gosh! And I just had come into high for high school. I was part of like a special program. So you were but, like a new kid. So all the teachers though, like, didn't give a shit because they watched these kids grow up since they were like five years old. So they were like families. So there was no rules, oh which God. really made me what. I am today so actually that was I'd be grateful for that I'm grateful for it but I definitely am like whenever somebody tells me to do something I'm like mm, if I feel like it <laughs> exactly <laughs> thanks for the suggestion yeah I like totally have always beat like beaten to the beat of my own drum is that the term march to the beat of march Mar- yeah right I don't, I don't think we're I think we're both wrong but right. yeah you guys get it yeah um one of my favorite things about you is that you do you're so grateful for every opportunity and yeah like you you there's a class about nikki and i met you i think the first time i met you was when you were hosting at the dime for every tuesday 8 p.m yes oh that show has just exploded i feel like it's so cool actually i feel like it's because of you Oh my God! It's it's because of Adam. Adam Hunter I, is a hustler. Adam Hunter is you know my buddy, and yeah. yeah, there's so much talent that comes through there, and you know it's a work. It is you've done it. It's oh. a workout room. It's like, a workout there room. Is, it's it's a rough room, it's but it so helps rough. you on your stripes. It totally. reminds me of a New York room. Uh, yes, exactly. I feel like there are a lot of New York comics that come through yeah, and do that room. And for they sure. do well. Yeah, and, and even if you don't do well, which you know you should because there's really great people on the show, it it teaches you to earn your stripes, I think. That yeah. like, you know, it makes you a better comic from doing it. It's humbling. Yeah. I love it. I love Mindy Rickles does it a yes. lot. Jay Moore, Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Like I love when Jeremy comes in because he's such a diva. Last <laughs> week he said to me, There's too many people here. I'm like, should I tell him to leave? Like what <laughs> what do you want me to do? And he was wearing a hat. I was like, Maybe you should blend in more. And not look like you just got off the set of the wild thornberries. But I love Jeremy. If you're also listening. <laughs> Give that to everybody. I'm like, if you're listening, I love you. I love you. I love you. Don't hate me. Don't put my face on a dartboard. That's so funny. Oh man, Jeremy. He's special. Um so you but you were an opera singer as a kid, weren't you? I, you really have done your research. I took opera lessons uh, growing up in case, you know, anyone needed confirmation if I was yeah. gay. Um, <laughs> yeah, on Toad Hill in Staten Island, my teacher, Elena Heimer, I used to pay her and she'd be like, I really see you as more of a comedian. I'm like, okay, well, then can I have the $65 back for the last hour? <laughs> uh, and I always have a really great story about her because I was taking a lesson with her one day and she started choking on nuts. <laughs> and I was like 15 and I didn't know if I should give her mouth to mouth and I just let her choke. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know what to is do. Is she still with us? She, she, yeah, she, she is, but I, I, she doesn't really fuck with me anymore. <laughs> Like I came She invited she me to her him. show And then I came to her show And she wouldn't even talk to me I think she's mad Because I choked on the nuts Elena if you're listening I thank you For the lessons And I I'm sorry I wasn't sure of who I was As a man To purse my lips Against yours And breathe life back into you oh But luckily I'm glad You were able to cough it up That's uh, Thank God um, I want to know Because you are, You still seem like a baby You're so young to me And I feel like you've Accomplished so much I want to know what the transition was from being in Staten Island, starring in musicals in high school, to being on MTV and being on Wendy Williams. Like, how did all of that happen? Well, the black market. No, I (laughs) I started doing stand-up when I was 17. Um, I was on a cruise ship, and I had nothing prepared. And all my friends that were on were like, you have to go up. It was like an open mic night, but it was like in front of like 200 people. 
And everyone my whole life used to tell me, you, sh- you have to be a comedian. I would get offended because I would think of like Jerry Seinfeld and like a blazer and jeans. I'm like, I'd like to think I'm cuter than that. But <laughs> That's not me. I would be so lucky to even be half of that now that I've grown up a little. What's but, the deal with? <laughs> yeah. I just was like, I don't want, I don't want to wear Skechers and, and dress clothes. But uh, yeah, I started when I was 17 and I, I completely crushed the first time I went up. I had nothing prepared. I just made fun of people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I just started hitting like the New York scene um, and doing stand-up there. And I just worked my way up. Every I literally built it from, not even that it's anything right now, but I started from nothing, zero. Yeah. And just like, I don't know. How did you even know what to do? Like, were you just like taking the train into the city every day? I was taking the kid? train to the city a lot and I really didn't even know my way around. So I do a lot of crying. Me too. And I don't take public transportation anymore. But in those days I did. Mm-hmm. And I was horrible now i'll pay the toll i'll i'll do whatever i have to do financially to not be in my own private car yeah and not have to and i drove into manhattan a lot it was very expensive me too because sometimes i would from jersey before i moved out here i would miss the train i needed to get and i had an audition or i had a class and so i'd be like oh i guess i'm driving in and you just it's survival you just do it it's so scary driving in New York, but you, actually, I think it's scarier driving in LA, to be honest. Uh, yeah, either or. I mean, I've driven during I, uh, Hurricane Sandy. I was driving through that too. Oh I just God. like don't care. You're just, you're <laughs> the dedicated. next day after the day after Hurricane Sandy, I I was like out on the road. I like wanted to meet up with my friends and like hang out. I was like, I'm not staying in. You make it work. I make it work. Yes. I took my life. I was like, well, if I have to doggy paddle home. <laughs> So be it. <laughs> to quote the great Tim Gunn, you make it work. Was that his name? I don't know. Who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tim, if you're listening. If you're listening. Wait, so when you were younger, did you want to be on Broadway or did you, was it always? I, I did. I wanted to be in musical theater. Okay. And uh, my my parents were, I was fortunate enough to have parents that paid for me to go to school. Yeah. So my mom was like, I'm not paying for you to be a wait- waiter. I miss a waitress. Yeah. Um, and I went to school for marketing, which has really helped my comedy career. And I was still doing stand-up the whole time when I was in college. So I, I started on Wendy Williams. I was on her street talk segment. And I had, like, a talk show there. So I kind of, like, did, like, the best of both. Yeah. But I definitely always – I would love to do Broadway now, but just, like, as a run. Yeah. Not as – you have to really be I – mean, and especially, like, some of the shows, like The Lion King. Like, who would want to be – a gazelle eight times a week. I mean, you don't have better things to do with your time. So like if it's a good show, like I understand, but like I was actually at a bar and a guy came up to me and he was like, I'm in the Lion King. And I was like, oh really? What role do you play? He was like a gazelle. I said, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> you play a D-list deer. Ooh. I mean, not that I don't respect the craft. It's just like I can't. That's why I stopped doing improv too. Because I was like. It's a lot. It just. I have better things to do to pretend I just got back from the Grand Canyon. Like, you know what I mean? I think I have better things to do on a Monday night. You just you like to talk and speak your mind. That's yeah. that's why you need to be on right. Stage. I like to be myself. Yes, you and, like to be I mean yourself. to be somebody that's in a, a flower shop. You know what I mean with their cousin. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. I anymore. just improv for me was. I mean, I did Tony and Tina's wedding, and that's kind of like improv. Also, was big the when you did improv or was that all was scripted? scripted? It was all scripted. Okay, but they asked me to do stand up, which was so weird during that show. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I did you're it. that good, guys. You need to see Nikki. You're headlining Caroline's on the 29th oh, of October. October. Yeah. If you live in Jersey, please come. Yeah. Proceeds of ticket. I want to do that show. Go to the Koala Foundation. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? That's so cool. Wait, I want to know because we were talking about Broadway, and I've talked about this series a lot. Did you watch Fosse Verdon on FX? No. He he Fosse just went Vernon? dead behind the eyes, guys. Um, yes, it was all about Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon. So it was like Broadway in the 70s and 80s. It floored me. I after The series finale, I cried myself to sleep. Like It was so intense. You should watch it. Meatballs, okay. this is not a sponsored post, but I'm obsessed with it. If you like Broadway, you'll love it. Okay. Yes, it's a lot. Fosse, bossy. Fosse, Fosse, Fosse and Vernon. Vernon. It, it sounds like a legal case. I- I'm in. Get me, in. Get me a gavel. Ugh. So you were... Wait, how did all the MTV stuff happen? Because you were on a show on MTV for a while, too. Well, it all started at a glory hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... How did I get started on MTV? I was on a couple of MTV specials, like uh, a year-end like wrap-ups, like different specials. I was on like their Valentine's Day specials. That's so cool. Um, and yeah, it was all right. It was fun. It was cool to you know watch it on TV. I mean, the biggest thing when I was doing stuff in New York was TRL. Yeah, I didn't. I this was before. Was it this before is TRL? after TRL? Probably. It was just like different specials, and I can't even remember what I did. Which it's like I had a lobotomy, like Britney Spears. <laughs> and thinking back, I'm like, where was I? What Who was did I? I do? What have I done? What happened that weekend? 
Um, yeah, I, I, I've been really lucky to have some, and I was part of the Britney Ever After Lifetime campaign. They, oh, yeah. I was yes. in like, the commercials, which was so funny because I went there and I was just like, I, I know she doesn't support this movie. Yes. And I was just like, you should all, you really should be shaking in your boots that Jamie Spears doesn't put down his grits and come here and talk to you all in person. They were just, we had so much fun that day. Did you like the movie? It was, it was interesting it was very i saw comedic. the trailers was which funny. is so horrible I, well i guess i can't get fired from a job that's already wrapped but <laughs> i i was <laughs> the promos and the commercials but i actually didn't watch the movie there's a lot i mean the clothes i don't watch it and here's why because i mean if you're gonna do a movie do it right yeah the clothes from forever 21 i mean this is britney Spears. you couldn't spring for Urban Outfitters, or at least Juicy something a little bit more. Suit. That's what we wanted. Right. Something just that. like on brand. Like, you know, Britney Spears, you fucked up, guys. But thank you for letting me be a part. If you're listening, <laughs> thank you for letting me be a part of <laughs> the commercial. That was fun. Now, Nikki does a joke about his cousin being Alyssa Milano. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Is your cousin yeah. actually Alyssa Milano? Yeah. So I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. Um, so our families are related. I think she's like my second cousin. But so when we were... Oh, God, my mom's going to murder me. I could hear the, the steak knife being sharpened in Staten Island from across. Do you hear that? that oh, my God. That's what yeah, that noise I know. is? I'm I like, thought there was something wrong with the equipment. Yeah, I had back sweat. <laughs> so, okay, so my grandmother's sister is her grandma. So that makes me Alyssa's second cousin. I've never met her because our families already stopped talking. Our families don't talk. Mm-hmm. So um, my mom used to – my Aunt Lauren – used to like be best friends with her and then when she started to become famous she just like she kind of like dropped everybody she like signed an autograph on my mother's back she just isn't very nice okay and my brother has special needs my brother has spinal muscular atrophy yes. so my mom had asked her to be a sponsor for um my brother's disability and then she said no and then she became like a sponsor for a different disability so to an italian mother that was like you know dead to me you're dead to me you're dead to me so um, but yeah, everyone in my family is my mom. When I came out, she was like, "You better not tell Alyssa that you're out there." I'm like, "What am I just gonna send the pigeon to her house with a letter? Like, how would she know? She probably doesn't even know who I am, but she will soon, which makes me very nervous. She'll she'll kill me. No, she won't. She probably will. No. I don't know. I've I, said a lot of stuff, but I've never actually met her. But I okay. she know. But you know, she she it's gonna the shit's gonna hit the fan. So I just have to be prepared, and I have to go home and sit on it and think <laughs> about it a little bit for what I'm gonna do because my my family's they're gonna be pissed. Yeah, but I, my mouth just keeps going. Here I am, another. No, interview. but you're a star, and that's what's gonna make Star you a Jones. Star. <laughs> Shut up. She's yeah. What a Alyssa, if you're listening, if you're listening. <laughs> let's meet at the coffee bean, and so, we could just put the family drama behind us. I mean, everything happens at that coffee bean on Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like family court. Would the judge do to do that now? I don't know. Alyssa, no, call me. Yeah, that that coffee. I mean, it's either all comedians are hanging out there. I feel like I've seen Bob Saget there a bunch of times. It's just always there's always someone. Yeah, I, I'm mad I wasn't here when Britney was like doing all her coffee bean Starbucks I runs there. I know. Uh, I actually I was standing next to Jay Leno today at Gelson's when I was getting your meatballs. <gasps> yes, it was so he's so iconic and the sweetest thing about it. I like want to eat more, but I just don't want to eat it on the eat air. Them. You're fine. You I'll tell my my quick little Leno tidbit. Okay. It was really sweet because his wife was in front of me in line and they were trying to help me. And I was like, no, 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 she's first. And she couldn't find some salad that she wanted. And all of a sudden he just walked up and he was so kind and gentle with her. He was like helping her. And it, I was like, oh, like they're they're good. They're solid. But he anybody was, with a chin like that has character. Right. <laughs> he was in a Canadian tuxedo. It was all Jean everything. Oh. It was happening. Giddy on up and giddy on out. Right? Jay. So wait, I want to know what made the transition for you to come to L.A. Because you're kind of new in L.A. I've been out here a year. Yeah. Like I was like, who is this bitch? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Figuratively and literally. um, Why did I come out here? I was uh, in a not great situation personally. Okay. And I just needed a change in my life. And I was very hard to leave my friends and family behind. But I was just wrapped up in a really... um, no, I was just not in a good place in my life, and I just wanted to change, and I just took a chance. I never thought I'd live in L.A. No, ugh. me too. Ugh. Like, ugh. But now I love it. It does take a year for you to learn it, but I'm very New I York. I say it takes, like, two. It, it definitely takes a minute or two, a year or two, I would say, to really get comfortable with the lay of the land, but... I'm just like leaning on your couch. Hope that's okay. That's I'm like basically there. collapsing no. on your. I'm getting real comfy. Get comfy. Um, Relax. Yeah. Lie I, down. I have to tell you, I became a man and grew up when I moved out here, which was a lot of. I think that I lived in a bubble for a really long time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I knew I could do more and be better. And I moved out here to take that chance. And I did. And it worked out. Thank God. Yeah. But it was it was hard. It was definitely hard. I was like homeless for a week when I first moved out here. Oh, my a, a homeless person with a Louis Vuitton duffel bag. I mean, it's not something you see every day. But um, were you just staying on couches or were you legit? I was living out here for f- three months. I, I, I'm trying to like dance around without giving the details of why mm-hmm. I was living in a place out here for three months. And then I had a really toxic employer okay. that like um, basically like really tried to fuck me over. Mm-hmm. And I was like homeless for a week. Um, and oh I just, God, I would have, I would have taken you in. It's if I okay. I'm, I'm a strong person. And I, I had all my d- clothes and garbage bags. And in a week I found a new place to live. And I, I live, have to live in a private little beautiful cabana like area now. And it, but it was hard. It was it definitely, I've definitely paid, I think paid my dues to some extent to be mm-hmm. just out here and living. I, it wasn't easy. I had a very hard time. It was the first six months, a lot of tears, a lot of hard stuff, but I'm strong and you just have to keep pushing forward and believe in yourself and you know a 40 year old man was like i can't wait to see you fail i was like uh okay <laughs> go tear acl okay <laughs> walking down a curb <laughs> so i i will call you know it's just about being strong i think everybody has so many struggles and things that they're dealing with in their own life always bet on yourself that's what i say always bet on yourself because you are the only one that truly knows what you're capable of mm-hmm. and you're in control of the pen on your story wow that's really good advice. Always bet on yourself. I think that's what this podcast will be called now. Do you have any advice for people that are maybe going through what you went through on how to like stay positive and get through? Dummy up. Dummy up. That's truthfully, if I could go back in time mm-hmm. and get me in a room, I would have beat the shit out of myself. Which is really? a little I because I just wasted so much time on stupid things. Do the work. That's my advice. Not only to anybody in any situation, but a lot of people get lost in the fantasy mm-hmm. of I want to do this and I want to do that. But most people ignore the work that it actually takes to get to what and most people truthfully, they don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so quick to be like, Well, oh, I want to live this life or I want to be this or that. But did you really do the work that requires you to get there? That's what separates the cream from the crop. You can't cheat the hustle. You can't you cheat can't time. You can't cheat the hustle. You cannot cheat time. You can't cheat the work. So that's my advice to people. I, I mean, I was just a really ambitious guy. I started like interning at like 14. Yeah. And I... What advice did Joan Rivers give you? Uh, the first, uh, One of them was... I forgot what I was... How did you guys meet? So I went to go see her at the Lori Beachman Theater in New York. And I knew her assistant. Her assistant... Actually... I met the assistant first, and he was. I had like her book with me. He was like, "I'll get it signed for you." I was like seventeen, eighteen, and then when I came back, she walked. So she used to come through the audience to get to the stage, uh-huh. and when she walked by me, getting off the stage, I said, "Thank you for signing my book." And she just g- grabbed my hand and she like tapped my hand, and then her, the assistant was like, "She wants to see you backstage." Oh my god! So I was a little drunk. I was very nervous. I was seventeen. It was me and my best friend Kristen, and we just I got her tickets for her birthday, yeah. and we had been drinking a lot. We were kids. So, which is so horrible. The NYPD, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't. But we went backstage and I was telling her about, I had a lot of Twitter followers in the Philippines and I was just like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. So And random. she was just like, as long as you have people. She goes, wherever it comes from. Don't, she said something along the lines like, don't be an idiot. Like, take it from wherever it comes. I was like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But she was so lovely. And I, she actually, every time I went to the show, she brought me backstage. So she was very, very kind to me. That's and I'll never forget that. She was like, you're in school. Just like, she was like, stay in school. Make sure you graduate college. And okay. she was just very kind. I was very lucky to have those moments with her. That's so cool. What um, comedians do you love right now? Um, Sebastian Maniscalco, who I love. He's such a cutie patootie. He, he, I like that Italian look. I can't <laughs> help it. I love, Ita- I love Italian men. It's, and that's my problem with dating out here. There's no Italian men. Sorry, Jose. I found one. You, yeah, yes. I know. But he's, I know. But they're all straight. There's no gay Italian men. Really. Yeah, it's pretty much you and Daniel Francesi. Yeah, here. I know. That's and that's like my BFF. So me and him are both looking for like a nice Italian guy. How did you guys meet? Um, we met at Flappers. Believe we're not doing a show. Oh, okay. And it was just like we're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, we're both Italian. We call tell it like it is. 
So it's really weird because all the East Coast – I don't think I answered your first question, by the way. I go off on tangents. So whatever your question was that I didn't answer – I'll circle it back. Bring, it's Yeah, fine. circle it back. Don't worry. But, yeah, the East Coast people always find each other. Oh, we totally do. Always. Yeah. Right? No, I had Daniel on on his birthday, actually, we recorded. And you recorded such a nice message. See, you guys have already heard from Nikki because we played it on the podcast. Hallmark, if you're listening, <laughs> get me to leave some notes in cars. I need some extra cash. I, I could see you doing a ton of Hallmark movies, by the way. Oh, I would love to be in a Lifetime movie. Right? That's my dream. It'll happen. I honestly, not that I'm hoping for somebody to murder me, yeah. but if something really tragic happens, I mean, I told, you know, I have my, my a very close friend out here. I said, don't even come to the funeral. Go right to Lifetime's office and say, Chris Jenner needs to star in this movie. The <laughs> Nikki Paris fiesta. And it, uh, yeah, it would be, a, I, I'd watch. I, I would, I want to be in it. Of course. Can I be, of course. I mean, yeah. yes. I need and to I'm be not saying like I, I would be happy if something horrible happened to me, but I, if something was to just stab me or behead me in my sleep or something, like what an ending. <laughs> you can, What an ending for the movie. So yes. got, I'll play Alyssa Milano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll have her endorsement on it. <laughs> exactly. No. Yeah. Sebastian's really funny. I, he's yeah. a great Oh, that comic. was your question. <laughs> that was the question. I love Sebastian. <laughs> I love um, Joel McHale. I love... Uh, yeah. Theo Vaughn, I love Brandon Schaub, I love Adam Hunter, I love Kathy Griffin. So is Adam Hunter your podcast co-host or is it just your mm-hmm. podcast? No, it's me, uh, Adam Hunter, and Dee McDermott. Okay. So it's Daddy Issues, it's called, and it's not what you think it's about. It's a lifestyle podcast from three different men. Um, Dean's a famous dad of six, Adam's a newborn dad, and I still need my dad. So yes. that's what we all bring. <laughs> Whenever a flat tire, I'm like, Daddy... Um, That's amazing. Yeah, I got a speeding ticket last week, and I called my dad. I was like, "What do I do? What do I do?" Oh, that reminds me, I have a parking ticket. I have to pay. Oh, God damn it! I know. Damn this city. <laughs> You're sucking us dry. So, what do you guys talk about on the podcast? I want I want you to plug it so all the meatballs. Yeah, can go yeah, yeah. To it comes it. out June 10th, um, and it's basically just about it's a really authentic conversation. You know, we have a lot of celebrity guests, and we talk about just like the struggles of life because. Even if you're not a parent, there's something for everybody in it because you know what it's like to be a child and have parents yeah. and have issues. We all came from somewhere. We all came from somewhere. So it's really just we all come to the table every week and we talk about the issues that we're dealing, about parenting and about life. And then we have a celebrity guest on. They talk about like Tori and Dean, like the sexual tension between the two of them. I was very nervous to interview her, by the way. Really? Yeah. And, you know, they were like, I didn't watch it on 2 and 0. That was before my time. <gasps> So they all like assumed as the gay man on the, on the panel that you I were they were like, I'm surprised you didn't come as Donna Martin. I was like, who is that? But <laughs> Unfamiliar. I was like, totally. Donna Martin graduates. Come on. You didn't but, No, but I know that she's an icon. I, I didn't. Well, I, I really only paid attention to things happened after 1992. I Got very it. live, which is not good. I'm not bragging. I should that's be ashamed. Okay. Of, no, that's yeah. your age. I'm very much in my own world and I'm happy. You're you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to worry about what's going out there. I have my own fish to fry. But did you talk to her about it? Like, did she? Yeah, no, we talked about it. She's the executive producer and she had just started when we interviewed her. Um, and she's our second episode. The first episode, just the three of us. And then we just had on Scott Bayo and yeah. And Ben who's running for president. I love Ben. So yeah, a lot of great people. It's going to be, it's a really fun listen. Wait, did you, I love no, no, no. I need to know. Did she give you any scoop about the new show? So much happens in a week. I mean, we recorded the episode. Yeah, she she did give us a lot of, you know, she's the executive producer and she's very smart and very likable. And I truly, I, I felt very fortunate to interview her. And I That's hope cool. the show is a big success because I really like her. And I feel like I'm like a part of their family in a weird way. It's like I know all the kids now. You do? Yeah, of course. And I, I, I love Dean and Tori. And I think that they, it's unfair how the world treats them. I know. I feel like they get a lot of yeah. hate. Um, he's, I've only seen his stand up once, but he's just started. He's fabulous. How did that even happen? I, I, he was a friend of Adam's and then I think he was interested in doing stand up, and then Adam invited him to the dime and then I hosted the dime and we all just, we just had chemistry, the three of us and we started putting this together in February. So, so cool. it's, I, I love them. It's like just, they're like my two older brothers. I sometimes I say dads and they get mad, but they're like my two older they brothers. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I look forward to sitting down with them every week and we're going to be on 
KTLA, the afternoon news, the three of us. That this is week. amazing. So I can't believe I'm going to be on the news without even like it. hitting somebody with my Chevy Cruze <laughs> on accident, of course. So that's exciting. That's so cool. I'm Thanks. so 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 proud of you and oh happy for you. And I want everyone you see to my listen. bank account. You wouldn't be. Oh well, it'll be flourishing <laughs> and thriving very very shortly. TBD. No, I love it. Now before I let you go, just because I could talk, I feel like I want you on the podcast every week. Like oh I just my God, want. You're so sweet. I, you're so sweet and amazing. Um, we do a special thing at the end. Now I'm gonna give you options, okay? Because okay. normally, normally I have someone do a read of a Lady Gaga song because a she retweeted a parody I didn't know. I think we're best friends, and she's a sisters guest. now. We're sisters yeah. now. Um, so you can either do a read of a Britney Spears song that I picked out for you and your strongest Staten Island accent, or you and I can read a scene from My Cousin Vinny. But I don't even know if you've seen the movie. So I that, haven't seen okay, My Cousin. We're not doing Should that. Should we then. read the scene? No, it could be. It could be funny. I'll let you pick it. Um, what you what do be... you want? Use me however you like. Oh, I love that. Or we have a game called Playing the Field where you create your own football team based on celebrities and people that you love because I know you love pop culture. Um, I feel like I want to hear you read Work Bitch in a Staten Island accent. Okay. I feel like Whatever that's... you want. I, I, yes. All, I could do all three <laughs> You could these. do all three. So whatever you want. Pick a part of work, bitch, and I'll plug... I'll plug... And I have to do it in a Staten Island accent? Or whatever accent you want to do that I'll you do think is fiercest. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No one's done Staten Island roots. yet. That, yeah. Nobody will. Not yeah. like this. That's where... This podcast is about talking about where you're from and how you got to where you are. So I feel like that would be very on brand with yeah. us. Um, meatballs, I just want to say thank you for listening. I love you. Um, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends because that's the best... Best way to find out about podcasts. So after you listen to this, June 10th, listen to Daddy Issues with Nikki Paris. And now we are going to listen to Work Bitch. You want a hot body? <laughs> you want a Bugatti? You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. You want a Lamborghini? Sipping martinis? Look hot in a bikini? You better work, bitch. You want to live fancy? You want to live in a big mansion? You want to party in France? You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. Maz, the top lock locked. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That's Yeah, that's my people. You just turned into Estelle, Joey's agent on Friends. Oh, I know. I, I'm a lot like I'm a lot like an older Jewish woman. You are. It comes over me sometimes. I love it. It's all the Lifetime movies. Um, Where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what do you want? Dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dead on Lifetime. I'm Dead just kidding. on a Lifetime Where do I see movie? myself in five years? I... To be honest with you, I never know how to answer those questions because yeah. every anything could change in a week. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing and a curse to be like this. Like, yeah. it really is. I am the next life, Amish, mellow. I don't know. I, I hope happy. I hope looking a little bit better and hopefully without adult acne. You look amazing. Mm. And I still have adult acne. So mm. It never goes away. Yeah. I'm just hoping a better version. <laughs> I hope I'm more in peace and not as stressed because I, I'm, I'm a freaking mess. You're a hustler. That's uh, why. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. We're all, God, guys. Gonna, I want to take a cruise to the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> and just see what happens. Feel it out. <laughs> just feel it out. Okay, cool. Um, I also see you starring in a Broadway show. I feel like you could write a Broadway show. Like, create your own thing. I'm too lazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to do that. I'm over <laughs> like, it. It sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot. Yes. The color pink. <laughs> no. Well, I love it. I love you. I love you. Pimp yourself out and tell the meatballs where they can find you, where they can see you, all that stuff. You could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki Paris Bitch, which is my birth name. Um, <laughs> October 29th, I'm headlining Caroline's. This Friday, I'm opening for Suzanne Westenhofer in Oregon. So cool. Um, did I say Caroline's already? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, Daddy Issues premieres on People Magazine on June 10th, and I hope you guys will listen, and thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Thank you. You're fabulous, and meatballs, I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up, because you were born this way, baby.